Welcome to Married to the Road podcast. I'm your host, Angie. And I'm your host, Larry. Each week, you can follow us on the web at MarriedToTheRoad.com, where you'll find our YouTube channel, our podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and much more. Each week, we're going to be bringing you the ins and outs and the highs and lows of trucking. So keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Angie from Married to the Road. And I'm Larry. How you guys doing? <laughs> so we realized we hadn't done a podcast with you guys in a little bit and felt kind of bad and figured with the coronavirus going on right now, now would be a good time for us to do it. And uh, we got this handy dandy microphone from our daughter. When do we get it? Christmas. Christmas. And we still have not used it. So This is the first time we're using it. I know. We're terrible. <laughs> So anyway, we want to thank our daughter Katie because uh, she was wanting us to work on our podcast more because she thought it was pretty cool. So she got us a really cool microphone set up so that when we're on the truck and stuff, there's not so much noise in the background. So so hope you guys can hear us pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty easy setup too. So so we're just going to talk to you guys a little bit about our experiences that we're finding um, now that we're on the road and the coronavirus is nationwide and all the different things that we've been going through what's the biggest thing you think you've seen as far as a change in the last two months since the coronavirus started a lot less traffic out there yeah especially the last and easier to find parking and rest stops truck stops yeah rest areas matter of fact i think the only state that we go through that has a lot of traffic and that's just because they don't have that quarantine in place yet is arkansas yeah, I definitely like the L.A. traffic light. Yeah. I yeah. guess it would be Corona light. <laughs> yeah, when we get into California now, it's like a breeze. It's mainly just truckers that we're dealing with. I think at first, I don't know, when we first started, I think we saw a lot more trucks on the road. And I don't know, what do you think? I think lately, the last week or two, we've seen less trucks on the road. Way less. I mean, when we're normally... <clears throat> So prior to the coronavirus, like if we got tired or something at nighttime, it's almost impossible to find a place to pull in at a truck stop or a rest area because they're completely full. But what we've been finding over like the last week, week and a half, there's still open spots at the rest areas and truck stops, which to us is super, super alarming because that means there's not nearly as many truckers on the road as what there used to be. It's a lot easier for us to find a spot, especially that we can only do pull-throughs. Do you think that truckers are just scared, or do you think that that's maybe their companies are shutting down? I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm pretty scared out there. I wish I could stay home. I know. I know that on some of my, like, CDLlife.com and stuff, there's been a lot of uh, truckers saying that they weren't going to work because the conditions are getting so hard out here on the road, and I'm just wondering if a lot of them are just saying, I'll use my vacation time. I don't want to be out there. Or maybe work or uh, unemployment. Yeah, unemployment. I don't know. There just seems to be a lot less truckers, and to me that's kind of scary because if there's a lot less truckers out there, then there's a lot less product getting delivered, and I think that this country could see some shortages worse than just toilet paper. (sighs) Can't believe the toilet paper issue here. Shortages on medicine and everything else. So <clears throat> one of the things we've been having to be real vigilant on is keeping our truck clean and keeping our hands clean 
Um, I always tell Larry I think I'm a little Nazi because I'm so obsessed with hand sanitizing and keeping our hands clean and bleaching everything. You're a hand Nazi. <laughs> Does it drive you crazy me keeping the truck clean? Absolutely not. Keeping me safe. Thank you. <laughs> so one of the things that we tend to do is we keep our hand sanitizer and our um, vitamins out on our dashboard so that they're like easy for us to see. Just a, like a visual reminder to hand sanitize our hands all the time. And you see it, you use it. That's right. And luckily our friend Amy, I don't know, it was about two, three weeks ago, we were running like desperately low in hand sanitizer. All we had was a, a little tiny bottle and I had tried and tried to get hand sanitizer online and in the stores. I couldn't find any. And our friend Amy, um, who actually is my, how she related to me? Her She'd be our in-law. In-law, yeah. Her daughter is married to my son. And she hooked us up. Got the, a little backwards there. Oh, wait. What did I say? Oh, yeah. Her, Her son, son is, is married, married to, to my daughter. daughter. <laughs> okay, I'm tired. <laughs> but she hooked us up with a large bottle of hand sanitizer. And so far, totally hooked us up. That's helped a tremendously. So, um, some of the other things, you know, besides keeping our check clean, which if you go to our uh, YouTube channel, I actually put up a whole video of everything it takes for us to sanitize and bleach and keep the truck clean and everything we have to do in a, a daily and a weekly basis. But the other thing is, is that we're starting to realize from talking to other truckers and, and stuff like that, that we got to start making a plan that if we get sick on the road, we got to figure out like where we're going to go. Like if we have to stay at a hotel or if we stay at a hospital. And I guess the biggest issue is we got to figure out someone to take our dogs. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that we have to make a emergency plan if we get sick. And we haven't done that yet. No, we need to. We need to get on that, like, ASAP. <clears throat> so I was reading on a CDL Life the other day that there is an organization that's trying to put a petition before Congress and the president because one of the things that scares the truckers the most right now is that if we get sick on the road and we have to be put into a hotel, then we're going to incur all the costs of a 14-day stay at a hotel, having to get our trucks back. You know, if we have family members that have to come and stay with us because we're too sick to take care of ourselves, then we have to incur the cost of that. Plus, we don't get paid during that time that we're off. And so they're trying to propose a bill to uh, the pre president, to Congress, and the Senate to give us um, more protection while we're out here delivering your goods and services. What are your thoughts on that? I think uh, they should do it. <laughs> so what do you think has been the hardest thing as far as, um, like, us getting supplies for just the road and, and, like, when we're home on the weekends? Only shopping on the weekends. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's been the biggest issue because before we used to rely, like, on Amazon to get a lot of our daily essentials, and now with... Amazon being out of a lot of the products that we need, like toilet paper and hand sanitizer, Lysol, stuff like that, it's hard. But it'll probably be easier for us to stop at a Walmart on the road now that the parking lots are more empty. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about how we're currently getting all of our supplies and daily essentials so that we're not having to go into the stores and so that we're not having to spend what little bit of time off we have running from store to store to get our supplies. Instacart, 
and the procedures that we do to bring them in the house. That's right. It's a lot. Actually, it's a process. It is a process. Okay, so we'll be back in a few minutes with you guys. Hey, everybody. We're back. So we were going <clears> to <throat> share with you a little bit about how we're going about getting our supplies right now, which has been a real pain in the patootie, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this, so we've been using um, Instacart, and uh, Instacart's pretty cool because it's a delivery service where it goes based on your zip code, and you just put your zip code in there, and it tells you all the different stores that you can shop from. So normally when we would do Instacart on the weekend, <laughs> we could order our food on Sunday morning and be delivered like two hours later. But because of the coronavirus, if you guys are going to use Instacart, it's, you know, for example, this week I had to order my groceries on Thursday afternoon in order to have them delivered on Sunday. So there's like a three, four hour, three to four day delay to get your groceries. But the key to it <clears throat> is that you put a few things in your cart to lock down that time spot. And then you can go back anytime between when you place your order and then like two hours before they start shopping for your order to edit your items, you can add or delete items in the card. But that's pretty much how we've been getting our groceries because we haven't been able to find most of the basic essential supplies online like through Amazon or Walmart.com or Target or anything like that. But, <clears throat> and then Sunday, we wanted, I went into Walmart. That was like walking into the Twilight Zone. Yeah, you came back freaked out. It was like so eerie, so quiet. Yeah. <clears throat> they had like... Nobody talking to each other, nobody looking at each other, no music playing over the intercom. Avoiding each other like the plague. <laughs> like the corona. I had a I had a little lady actually yell at me because I had already checked out and I was getting ready to head out. And I... Uh, at the same time that I was at Walmart, my Instacart shopper was shopping for our groceries. And she kept text messaging me saying, hey, I wasn't able to get you this and I wasn't able to get you that. So it worked out pretty good because while I was in Walmart, I was able to pick up, I think some items like she couldn't get rice, she couldn't get leech. And so I was able to get those items while I was in Walmart. So anyway, when I checked out, she sent me a message and said she couldn't get me a rotisserie chicken that didn't have any. And I really, really needed that for a recipe. So I go over to the rotisserie chicken and I bend down and I grab a chicken and put it in my cart. And I get ready to bend down to grab another one. This little lady, I guess, was going to try to walk right in front of me where the rotisserie chicken was. And I got in her way when I reached down to get the other chicken and she about tore my head off. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, but I was here first. She goes, I know. She goes, it's just a whole virus thing. She goes, this got me razzled. But, <clears throat> so that's pretty much how we've been getting our groceries and our supplies is just using Instacart. That way, we're not going into the stores and having to worry that, you know, if we've gotten something from being over the road, that we're not going to get somebody else sick and vice versa. And as a matter of fact, we have it put in the Instacart that we just tell them to deliver everything on the porch so that we're not having to even meet the shopper face-to-face. And then should we tell them the ordeal that we have to go through just yeah, to bring the groceries inside? It's crazy. <laughs> so, I think was, was it Sandra, our daughter? Yeah, I posted how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, clean off the surface, leave everything out there, 
take it in one at a time out of the bag. If it's in a box and uh, like cereal, take it out of the box and then just take the bag out because humans don't touch the bag, but humans touch the box. Wash all the fruit in the sink. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quite an ordeal. We've got, <clears throat> you have to excuse the dogs, by the way. I'm sorry. They're super hyper. They're excited to be home. But we, we bleached down one countertop. Oh, my goodness, you two. Jeez, they're fighting over a toy. So we bleached down one countertop and used that to put all of our dirty bags and our groceries on them. That's considered our dirty spot. And then the other spots are clean spot. And like Larry said, if it's in cardboard, we just throw it on the floor. That becomes like our trash pile. And uh, <clears throat> any of our fruits and vegetables we'll put into the sink for about 10 minutes in really hot, soapy water. And then rinse those off real good. Um, we put pretty much everything into Ziploc bags so that we're taking them out of the original packaging. Yeah. And we, we pretty much do the same thing when we're at a truck stop, too, because... Um, <clears throat> when we got to thinking about the fact that we're, you know, it takes us like 15, 20 minutes just to put our groceries away because we're, we're bleaching and hand sanitizing all of our groceries. We started thinking that we should probably do the same thing when we go into the truck stops. So now when I go into the truck stops and I get like our drinks or whatever we're needing from the truck stop, the first thing I'll do as soon as I get into the truck is take Lysol wipes. Gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my toy. goodness! Hey, but I'll uh, I'll take Lysol wipes and wipe everything down so that we're making sure that we're keeping everything as clean and sanitized as possible. Trying to think, is there anything else we do as far as grocery wise? Just pretty much put everything in Ziploc bags, wash all of our produce, and yeah. then we throw all the trash outside. Yeah, leave the trash outside. Yeah. The only thing I haven't figured and out. And then right after we touch everything, we wash our hands. Yes, and hand sanitize. I mean, the only thing I haven't figured out how to do yet without it maybe having, like, laundry hangers or with that clothesline in your house is how we can hand sanitize the grocery bags. Because we reuse the Walmart bags and stuff like that. And I'm worried that they've probably got germs on them, too. Yeah. Because even if we bleach them, then I guess we'd have to hang them up like in a clothesline. <laughs> That'd be kind of a pain in the butt. Soak them in the sink. That's true. And then I guess just hang them up somewhere to dry. Yeah. Then I guess we're kind of being anal retarded then, right? We're like maybe getting a little obsessive with our cleaning and our bleaching. But if we put all the bags in a bag, I think uh, whatever, the germs die down in a little bit. Oh, yeah. They said, what, three to four days usually? On plastic. Yep. So we just leave them in there for a while. That's true. So one of the other cool things we've noticed uh, with the coronavirus going on, and it didn't really hit me until, I don't know, maybe a week and a half or so ago, is we're noticing that a lot of the trucks um, that are out on the road, when we'll pull into a truck stop, we're noticing that, that there's a lot of families on the trucks now, a lot of wives and children. Yeah, because of all the kids out of school, they're probably cruising with daddy. Yeah, <clears throat> which I think is really, really cool. I can't tell you how many times in the last, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks, we've pulled up to a truck stop, and you'll see, like, Dad get out of the truck, and he'll start fueling, and then you'll see Mom run in to go get some supplies or something, and you'll see that the kids are in there. And I get to think, I mean, that's a really great idea, because how many times throughout the year they probably are missing so much time from seeing their dad, and then right now, because there's no school in session, they could do their homeschooling on the truck with a laptop or with their phone, and they're being able to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with dad. 
And then the other thing is, I mean, you could stop at rest areas and different places like that to get the kids out and let them exercise and get some fresh air, too. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I think that's about all I can think of talking about the coronavirus. Um, well, the other thing that we've noticed is, uh, so the two loves, the two truck stops that we tend to go to is Loves and uh, Pilot and Flying J. And try to avoid Pilot and Flying J, though. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. Loves, Loves has been doing a really good job. Yeah, that's. I think Loves is handling the coronavirus, in my opinion, much better than Pilot and Flying J. The biggest thing is, you know, Loves has got hand hand sanitizing stations all over. Um, they've got them usually at both cash registers, in the food areas, and then by the restroom. So there's plenty of areas where you can go and hand sanitize your hands if you touch stuff. And then on top of that, <clears throat> Loves started where... Um, you can no longer go get your own fountain drinks or sodas or hot dogs or anything like that. Um, they actually have a Loves employee there so that they're giving you a fresh cup and so that you're not over there contaminating the coffee pots and the fountain drinks, which to me I think is really cool. About a, what, a month and a half ago they started where you couldn't bring your own cups inside, which I thought was good. Yeah, <clears throat> don't, don't contaminate the plunger. Yeah. But now Loves has taken it a step further where they have a, a tenant there now. So if you need coffee or you need soda, they'll dispense that for you instead of allowing you to get around the coffee and the soda machines. Pilot still hasn't done that. The only thing they have up is they have signs up saying, you know, do not use your own cup to use a fresh cup. But then you've got, you know, a million different people touching the buttons and pulling the handles and doing the knobs. So, and then the other thing is when we go into Loves, we're always seeing people cleaning and sanitizing and just keeping everything clean, and we don't see that when we go into Pilots or Flying J's. Loves are much cleaner. Much, much cleaner. You know, the only bad thing I would say <clears throat> that's come of this, you know, is it's a little longer to get a shower because it takes them a little longer to sanitize, which I really don't mind that. At least Loves have their... Hey, sorry guys, we're back. We were having technical issues with our microphone. So what Larry was trying to say was that he was really grateful for the fact that uh, the loves um, are staying open and allowing us to use the showers because a lot of the local truck stops, um, especially some of the mom and pop places, wound up closing down their showers and not letting truckers use the showers. So we were really, truly grateful that Loves did not go that route. Neither did uh, the other major ones like Pilot, Flying J, TA, TA, and Petro. So we've been really grateful with that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the, you know, there's a, I don't know, the biggest thing we've seen the last, you know, week and a half, like I said, this kind of concerning to us is that, you know, at first it seemed to be there was a lot more trucks on the road. And now it seems like maybe not as many trucks on the road because when we try to pull into a rest area or a truck stop at night, um, there's usually plenty of parking available, which, you know, it never used to be that way. And from what I've understand on a lot of my uh, groups that I belong to, <clears throat> a lot of truckers are either getting sick, having family members that are getting sick, or they're just too scared to drive anymore. And some of them are dipping into their PTO and vacation time. Um, so that they can kind of lay low during this uh, coronavirus. I know we wish we could because uh, it gets kind of scary out there, especially when you just get like your normal sinuses or just your allergies, and then you have to worry, okay, is this allergies or am I really, really sick? So, but it's pretty scary right now. But we just want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast. Um, we have uploaded a couple of YouTube videos 
um, talking about how we're keeping our truck clean, how we're going about getting supplies, um, and just kind of trying to keep our truck safe and trying to keep ourselves healthy out there. Um, you know, one of the other big things we've had to do is, you know, we really meal plan as much as possible, especially with the restaurants closing early and, um, you know, not wanting to expose ourselves by going into truck stops and restaurants to get food. So that's another area where we have really had to change things around is uh, just doing a lot of meal prep so that we've got as many meals on the truck as possible. So we are, you know, limiting our exposure to have to go into truck stops. So, but we're going to try and do a podcast every single week. Uh, it just kind of depends on our scheduling, especially right now with the coronavirus. We're going to be working extra days, extra hours. Um, so if we're not too tired, we'll try to get one done every week. But don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Married to the, to the Road uh, with the number two. Also our website, MarriedToTheRoad.com. And you can find us on Instagram as well. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Don't forget to wash those hands. Use hand sanitizers and everybody stay safe. Thanks, everybody.